2: morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. Friday. Yeah. Yes. yes. We are here. Get, we the Elks game.
4: Get the Elks game tonight. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. That's the first one. It's going to be a nice night for it. Yeah, beautiful yeah. day for that. Um, We'll give away Elks tickets in our section, actually. That's right. The in section. Uh, coming up just after uh, 7 a.m. this morning. We'll probably at some point, as we do because we're professional sports broadcasters,
2: we'll dissect last night's Loss. Yeah, people are waiting to hear our thoughts. Uh,
4: they're coming to us <laughs> for our breakdown. Lawson <laughs> Gretzky.
5: Right? <laughs> what can the team do better?
4: Yeah. yeah. What can the team do better to bounce back Saturday and Monday yeah, yeah. when the Western Conference final shifts here to the Edmonton area? All right. I'm looking forward to that. Bob Marley and the Whalers released Exodus on this day, June 3rd, 1977. And When I saw that, I thought to myself, you know what? With the weather we're having, with the weekend that's on the way weather wise. Might be an idea to kick off the show with Lord Harley this morning. From
3: Exodus, this is Jammin' Cruise News.
2: Denning and feeding are believed to be the reasons behind a coyote attack in South Edmonton yesterday. Five coyotes attacked a man and his dog uh, in a park near Torwilliger. The man was walking when he encountered one coyote. He had attempted to scare it by displaying aggressive behavior when his friends showed up. Four more coyotes showed up. Uh, The man suffered several puncture wounds, but him and his dog are okay. Following the attack two coyotes were killed, a third injured, and a fourth chased from the area, according to an expert. Uh, coyote tacks are incredibly rare, although the coyote population in Edmonton has grown in the last few years. Have I told my uh, coyote story in a while? I don't know. I don't so know if I know your coyote story.
4: We um, We moved to Yak, B.C. when I was 12. And we moved into a uh, a plot of land with nothing on it. This is yeah. the whole stepdad was living in a teepee <laughs> down by the river. He built this shack quickly. Yeah. Okay. And... He realized uh, he
2: couldn't have you all living in his teepee?
4: Yeah. So he built this shack quickly. It was pretty small. He parked this old milk van that he had <laughs> next to it, made a bedroom in it. <laughs> and that was my uh my mom and my stepdad's uh bedroom that was the master the bedroom. suite, yeah yeah over the 6 years that i was there he he was very he was a carpenter he was an amazing yeah. builder and uh, peter built a home for us and everything like that but we lived next door to this weird family uh the Beaversteins. <laughs> and um the two kids were a little bit younger than my sister and i but we hung out with them and you're living in an area where I mean, it's acreages, right? Yeah. So there's nobody around. So limited. They were the only kids in that area. So we played with them in the, the, in the summertime. Yeah, so we hang out with, uh, with Colin Beaverstein. I remember <laughs> the, the kid's name. And um, Colin's dad was nuts, like crazy hippie. Anybody living out there was hiding from the law yeah. on some level. They were escaping something. And we were out in the backyard of the Beaversteins' house, and he had a chicken coop in the back. And he comes running out in his underwear with his gun, and he's yelling,
2: Get down!
4: (laughs) So we hit the deck, and he shoots over top of his two kids (laughs) and my sister and I. Yeah. And... I look up, and as I look up, I see this coyote running away. And um, so we're like, oh, wow, holy cri- cry! he shot it. Yeah. He killed it. The thing flipped up in the air. Like, literally, you could see it flying through the air. <laughs> and we run up to it, and the old man's standing there with his rifle. It's still smoking. <laughs> <laughs> and he's flipping the coyote up and down, like over. Oh, he's, yeah, going, he's going, He's uh, going. there's no bullet hole. He's like, that's insane. I, I know. I should. It's dead. Yeah. He's like, stand back, kids. It might still be alive. (laughs) Just playing dead. (laughs) He finally lifts the tail up. He shot that thing clean through the asshole. What a way to go! Right <laughs> through the hoop, <laughs> <laughs> and the bullet didn't come out.
5: <laughs> All right, that's there's, a horrible way to die. That's my coyote
4: story. How <laughs> did the stew taste? <laughs> Good. We barbecued that bad boy up later. <laughs> that time. The
3: locker room topic of the day:
4: What song best describes your sex life? We're doing this because. Old Jimmy celebrating an anniversary today. Yeah. June 3rd, 2017, our little buddy, James P. White, lost his virginity. He was in Chicago. I can't believe you have that in your calendar. It's an, an don't awkward even... <laughs> conversation with my family when it pops up every year. Ding. What's this? Anniversary? I, don't even, I don't even have the date in my calendar. All right. So there you go. Five
2: years. When does it grow back? Uh, I think it has. Oh, many still, times. Still one of my favorite stories ever when Jimmy wanted to keep it on the DL. When I walk into our kitchen, we're having a candidate party later that month, and Jimmy's telling about 30 people about this whole story about his endeavors <laughs> in Chicago. 42 yeah. years old! Uh, he's 42 years old! <laughs> I think that was his line. Ask me how many years I was a virgin. <laughs> 42 years. Like the old woman on the titanic till two weeks ago
4: (laughs) oh very funny okay so we'll do ours we'll go around the horn here on the locker room and we'll do that next okay
3: the locker room topic of the day
4: okay before we start getting to the texts and phone calls, we'll do the locker room here quickly okay
2: so songs to describe our sex lives yeah
4: and jimmy there's about 40 Uh, we can do for jimmy
2: you got to just beat it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were like, man in the
5: mirror. I, I, th- <laughs> I think I'm alone now. Metallica 1. <laughs> Bus rider.
4: Yeah. Freak on a leash. Freak <laughs> on a leash. Uh, this is mine. Every time we've done a as, as topic like this, it's always been... I big balls. I've got big balls. <laughs> yeah. you know, big balls. <laughs> big, big balls. balls. And then Grant is going with...
2: Taking care of business. <laughs> I also thought about doing four or five seconds (laughs) Uh, Paul McCartney (laughs) What song Best describes your
4: sex life That's our topic this morning
3: The Locker Room Topic of the Day
4: What
2: song title Best describes your sex life Henrik uh, said As Good As I Once Was Well Toby Keith We'll play a bit of this if I remember correctly, she said, I seen you
4: in here this song's about a threesome, isn't it? Said, it might be, yeah. I could be wrong. She said, Hello, my name is Bobby Joe. Wow, I hate country. <laughs> Especially Toby Keith.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's about a threesome. I looked it up. Tonight. Yeah, I
4: like this.
2: You're the only cowboy in this place. You're it's off his album, Honky Tonk University. If he comes to town, does he
4: sell out Roger's place?
2: I bet he does. Really? I don't know. Is he still
4: popular?
5: I mean, at one point he would have for sure. I know he was at Big Valley Jamboree a number of years ago. Was he?
4: Okay. Yeah, he's awful. He's (laughs) wide. I mean... He's why I, I can't stand <laughs> that bro country. Yeah. Oh.
3: The Locker Room Topic of the Day.
2: Songs that best describe your sex life. Mike texted in, and of course, David Wilcox. Layin' pipe.
3: <laughs>
2: <sighs> this one had to come in. Yeah.
3: The Locker Room Topic of the Day.
4: And our little buddy James P. White was 42 years of age. Just a young man uh, That was a long time ago uh, yeah. Yes, five years ago And he lost his virginity at a U2 concert in Chicago Just underneath the stage
2: With or without you could be the title <laughs> of his <show>.
4: <laughs> sex
5: With or without I was
4: going to say there's a lot of U2 <laughs> references there too uh, Anyway, so we're doing what
2: song? Uh, title best describes your sex life Text us if you got one uh, Lauren said I would do anything for love But I won't do that I don't know what she's talking
4: about. Well, we don't need to get into what she's not going to do.
3: The locker room topic of the day.
4: We're doing song titles that best
2: describe your sex life. Paul said, Every Now and Then by Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a little Earth, Wind, and Fire.
4: They make some baby making music, hey? Eh? Nothing wrong with Every Now and Then either. <laughs> You're probably not alone there, my friend.
3: <laughs> We're in the locker room on ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. I saw this survey, and I think, I think this is a
4: change. I don't think this is something like twenty years ago. I don't know if this would have been a thing, but it makes sense because I have seen more chains closing down. Yeah,
2: yeah. At Chili's. We only have a yeah, Chili's it, at the airport. That's like, it. Yeah, a lot of chains have do closed we, down. Do we support chains as much as we used to? Well, they're saying. Um, was it sixty four percent of people intentionally support local eateries versus chains and and we do this mm-hmm. like my
4: wife and I definitely go out of our way to try to find places that are local always right?
2: yeah I mean like we will still hit chains oh we uh, because a lot again. of times we're like I want oh let's go for something to eat. And then it's sometimes when you go local, you have to like research, and so you're just like, "All right, we'll just hit Earls." Like, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's and it's it's never disappointing to go to Earls. No, it's good. You know what you're
2: getting. There's good selection. I'm
4: just saying. But
2: sometimes, yeah, we try to go out of our way to like, okay, we're gonna go to this local place. I think there is a different mindset now of days, right? Even beer, like. I love trying to support local beer. Yep, that's yeah, that's a good one. We're alcoholics, so we generally <laughs> um, support a lot of... Sometimes it's not budget-friendly. I mean, no. they don't have 48 packs for $48. And, and
5: local uh, <laughs> liquor, too, like uh, your... Uh, distilleries. And distilleries. Distilleries as well.
2: Yeah. So anyway, I think
4: that's something that more... And more people are doing, mm-hmm. right? And I thought I'd highlight it. I I was also impressed that uh, the Elks, because we're giving away Elks tickets here in a bit. Yeah, It's the first home game of the season. It's a preseason matchup against the Stamps, and they're doing the Stand with Ukraine thing, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Every ticket in the building is only 15 bucks, And we talked to Victor Kui, the president, the other day, and he was saying that they were closing in on $30,000. we will have a huge walk-up. It'll with,
2: be with the weather and everything. It'll be a sunny, good walk-up
4: crowd. Today? Yeah. I think it's going to be absolutely packed. And
2: your and your ticket dollar going to a good cause, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. All the money's going to the Canada-Ukraine Foundation. So. so,
4: um, and they've done a bunch of new things. And I think a lot of this has to do with Victor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they've got some new food items. We were talking about them yesterday. But I didn't know that the meat
2: pies that they've got uh, this year were... It's a local company. Yeah, so they said, okay, we want to add some menu items to Commonwealth. So it's not just your old burger, hot dog. And uh, they got South Island Pie Company. So this guy, he's moved here from New Zealand. And started this pie company and makes these meat pies and yeah, the other. I tweeted about it. I, I I just commented on Victor's tweet
4: the other day when he was talking about the new my, uh, menu items at the concessions at the Elks games. Yeah. and I said you had me at meat pies. And then the meat pie company goes, thank you. Like they they did a little like thing on my on my tweet. And oh, then nice. somebody told me they were local, so I was like, I thought I'd mention that. And then somebody commented that they were eating. A South Island meat pie last night. Oh, really? I'm having one right now. <laughs> anyway, thought I'd mention that.
3: You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Good morning, Cruise. What's your name? Rick Ward. W-E-R-D. Happy
2: Friday. How you doing, Rick? <laughs> I'm awesome, dude. This is sweet. You right.
4: sound fun. Well, you haven't won them yet. You have to. Uh, you have to answer a couple of skill testing questions, Rick. The answer is always we see. Okay, it's not multiple choice. (laughs) What is the anniversary of the locker room? Is it June, July, or August? Oh, dude, it's got to be June. No. You said the answer is always C. It's always C, Rick. It's always C, Rick. Oh, all right. Okay, August. Okay, what band slash artist will never be played on the locker room?
1: Oh, that's got to be Rush.
4: Yeah. And what's our Friday song? We sign off with it most Fridays. Oh man, I'm at work.
1: I missed that one.
4: Do you? Okay, well, we'll give it to you. Um, it's uh, not a song we play regularly in the playlist either, so it's Nathaniel Ratelift and the Night Sweats. We'll hook you up with the tickets,
2: Rick.
3: Ah, sweet, sweet, sweet. I'm going to take an early leave from work today, man. Wicked. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I
4: think it is important in life... To be aware of your strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Okay? I think you have to be honest with yourself. Being self-aware is is not something that I think is generally um, something that, that people are very good at, if I'm being honest. No. And it took me time to be... True to yourself? Self-aware. And I, um, I'm a work in, in progress. One of the things that you will get from me... Um, as, as a friend is you'll get a, you'll get a pretty loyal friend, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I, uh, I also have some weaknesses though. Okay. When it comes to helping you out with any of your issues or problems, (laughs) you are floating your own boat, my friend. Yeah. I uh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't <laughs> want I to the, deal with you it. You and
5: I are the same. <laughs> Emp- empathy Just, isn't really something that you no, have in abundance.
4: I do not have it. I, I am not good at it. I'm not the
5: friend you come to if you have, need
2: help, <laughs> yeah. um, like advice. Or, yeah. Jimmy's that I guy. I think I'm that guy, kind of, Yeah, to a point. You also seek out help and advice a lot from people. Yes. And um,
4: Jimmy has been um, struggling with some things um, over the last couple of years, and um, to his credit, is well aware of the fact that a Lachlan is not the friend that he goes to, yeah. um, and when he does, I generally just yell at him, and <laughs> rub some dirt on it, shake it off. suck it off! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I... And listen... I think I can give good advice. I believe that this is me not sidestepping or or me suggesting that there isn't things out there that that people struggle with. Like, I know I know for a fact that that there's a lot of things this just doesn't work on. Mm -hmm. But I think if you could add my advice to your arsenal it might be a cog in the wheel of success i am really good at lying to myself okay i have mm-hmm. i have a gift at that and when i get up in the morning i tell myself today's going to be a good day damn it now listen i don't always have good days some days aren't as good as others but generally speaking Most of my approach to life is from that perspective. There's a lot of things that that does work for. Yes. I'm not saying everything.
2: I'm saying it's a piece of the puzzle of success. Sometimes if you don't lie to yourself, you end up focusing on the negative things. I see that a lot. I see yeah, I see a lot of people that do that. That wake up and go, like, another day. Instead of, like, today is going to be a great day. Yeah, because if you get up and you go,
4: man, I'm going to have trouble with that. This is going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem. Just got to lie to yourself. Guess what? All of those things that you've just put in front of you are going to be obstacles, and they're going to create difficulty in your day. Mm -hmm. Okay? But sometimes... There are things that no matter what you tell yourself or how much you lie to yourself, you're going to struggle with. Mm -hmm. And when you are struggling with something, and lots of people do, somebody listening right now might be struggling with something Mm -hmm. that they can't get past. You might need a little more help than getting up in the morning and going, (laughs) guess what? I'm just going to ignore that today. (laughs) Might not be the thing to do. Yeah, and Jimmy did that yesterday, and I want to applaud him for that. He took my. This was also my advice. I okay. said you need to find somebody other than me to talk to this about this stuff because
5: I don't know what to say to you. And you did. Where did you go? I went to Memento. Actually, it's just right across the hall from us uh, on whatever building we are in. 104. Center one hundred four. Center one hundred four on the seventh floor. Yeah, and it is when you're dealing with stuff it was actually a really neat experience i guess so it's a men's counseling thing right Yeah, uh, yeah there's yeah. counselors there and it's the the cool thing is is that the person that i had um as uh, to talk to yesterday she's an intern or like you know a, a New student at it. Okay. So, so the way they do it is they put you in a room And they actually have a camera in the room she, I'm dealing directly With her and then she We take a break and then she goes and deals With her You know her handler or, You know the person that's coaching her through things Yeah yeah And then they talk over what we talked about And then she comes in and Then they yeah, then, they review whatever And then okay. she reviews what she talked about With her higher up And and it was, and then when you're done and they're really nice, it was, it's a cool little place. It's nice and comfortable, comfortable chairs. It's, it felt good. And actually all I need, like all I really did was we just talked and I just kind of went through the stuff that I was dealing with. And then, you know, she gave me some, uh, not as much suggestions, just reminded me of some of my strengths like you know sometimes cuz you you said to me yesterday you have we have a lot of uh the stuff in ourselves to help us get through our problems by ourselves yes and she kind of reminded me the same thing just you know from talking said you know explain some of my strengths and 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 stuff like that and yeah. i felt Awesome when I left uh, left there, like I got a lot of stuff off my chest, yeah, and it was a good experience. I really momentum, yes, momentum. Okay. Uh, All right, right across the on the hall. way out. Did she yell? Suck it off! <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: Take uh, a shower!
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All the strategies we've been trying.
5: Drink some water. <laughs> Brush your teeth. <laughs> Get new shoes.
2: <laughs> you smelly little. That'd be awesome if she just started yelling on the way out. <laughs> By the way, one more thing. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I'm glad you did
4: it, little buddy. Because again, like I said, I am not. Um, I'm not the person well, you come. I've learned to- that
5: over the last few years. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first clue? <laughs> All right. You have said you suck it up
2: many times. <laughs> yeah. What is the, what's this place called again? Momentum Counseling. It's a walk-in. It's, it's a walk-in thing? Yeah, right across the hallway from us here at and, Center uh, they, 104. They got a webpage
4: too. I think we've had them on a couple of times. We have, yeah. 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 yeah,
2: good people over there.
5: Booker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Trent Johnson.
2: This is pretty crazy. Edmonton officials are warning people about what to do if you come across a coyote in the city. This because a man and his dog were attacked by five coyotes while out for a walk yesterday. Just a coincidence that the same week True Dumb takes our guns, we start getting attacked by packs of coyotes. Coincidence? You know, this wouldn't have happened if that man on a walk with his dog had an AR-15. Or a sawed-off shotgun. Or even just a Glock. Or what if he was able to strap a grenade launcher to his dog? Do you think we would be talking about him being attacked by coyotes today? No, we wouldn't. Thanks, Trudeau. You can't take the train anywhere because you'll get stabbed. You can't walk in the park because gangs of coyotes now attack you. The city, man. Listen, if I have learned anything from years of watching cartoons, we need more cliffs for these coyotes to fall off of. That's our only solution without our AR-15s. The Grant Report is brought to you by this weekend's Hot Deals at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. If the thermostat hits 24 today, everyone gets 24% off a tour. Book today <laughs> at Edmonton or TaborGloryHoleTours.com. Now,
4: another episode of Locker Room TV. Your um, latest Jedi Jimmy podcast is up, episode 21? Yes. Okay.
0: We got De- a little Dealing clip. with
2: Obi-Wan. Uh, episode okay. three. Huh. Awesome. Interesting and, uh, background choice. So Jimmy goes over to Army Chris's house to record these. He has a podcast studio which has a green screen. Yes. Yeah.
4: That's a good way of explaining this. You can watch any of our locker room TVs on the locker room youtube page this one is is very visual Mm -hmm. hey how's
5: it going this is uh, james p white from 95.7 cruise fm the locker room (laughs) welcome to the jedi (laughs) jimmy podcast this is episode 21 holy (coughs) (coughs) and the thing is is he sent this to you and it was a priority for him to send this to you. Bef- it was more of a priority for this to go to you than it was to put my damn podcast on. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, Chris. Uh, <laughs> changed the background that Jimmy was
2: using.
4: We'll just
5: leave it at that. You, you go to the TV. Hey, how's it going? This hey. is uh, JP White from 957 Cruiser. I love and my nuts. The locker room. Welcome to the Jedi Jimmy podcast. I like the point. This is episode 21. Uh, Holy is wood in the new mexican
2: if you've always wondered who wood is go watch this the city of edmonton is committed to ensuring that our lack of effort with the new innovative and hands-off mosquito abatement program is a complete success we're now expanding the program to include a mosquito sighting tip line now that we're bored with the pandemic and you're no longer calling bylaw to report your neighbor's grandmother's birthday party, we encourage Edmontonians to now use the city's 311 switchboard to report the location of any and all mosquitoes you see within the city limits. You may also call to report any standing water on your neighbor's property, including pools that aren't in active use that may become a breeding ground for mosquitoes. Remember, the success of this program is entirely your responsibility, Edmonton. You're all in this together.
3: Our 311 operators are standing by to take your call. This has been a message from the city of Edmonton.
0: Not a real message.
3: You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So, the series shifts to Edmonton for a couple of games.
4: We got uh, a six o'clock start tomorrow night for game three. Obviously, we're down two nothing, a four nothing shutout last night from the abs in Colorado. I think we're
2: going to rebound. Yeah, at Um, home tomorrow night. Yeah, get the crowd going. It's got to be better than last night. Last night, they looked overwhelmed and over. Like, yeah. That transition game that Colorado has is so fast and strong and. Yeah, Nurse really struggled last night, Darnell Nurse. There was some
4: sort of an attempt last night by the Oilers to try to their first or second pass through the neutral zone was into the middle of the ice. Yeah, they were turning over the puck so much into the middle of the ice. Yeah, you noticed that too, no, eh? yeah. yeah. So I was I was thinking that 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 there has to be a reevaluation. I kept thinking even David every... was doing it a couple yeah. times. Yeah, at the end of the first period in the end of the second period i kept saying okay well they're gonna they're gonna adjust they're gonna sort that out and um colorado did a really good job of keeping edmonton on the outside of like on the boards mm-hmm. right and really limiting any sort of uh transition game for edmonton because edmonton's
2: game is very similar to colorado's it is. game it, yeah because
4: they carry the puck They're it's not the a same it's the ship. same way
2: that What Colorado did last night was how the Oilers beat the Flames, was those rushes and transitions. Exactly. And Colorado was able to stop Edmonton
4: from doing it last night. A lot of the passes, I thought, a lot of that was on Edmonton. Mm -hmm. As much as it was Colorado and the defensive sort of posturing in the game last night. Mistakes they were making. It was mistakes. They were firing the puck behind the player or or, or too far in front of them or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or waffling it. There was a lot of mistakes made last night. I just, and again, I don't know what was going on with that team. No. But uh, they could not get,
2: they could not get it together. I wonder, um... There's no update on Yamamoto, but hopefully he's all right. That's got to be concussion from yeah. that hit, that open ice hit.
4: I can't believe. And you know what? I'm not the sour grapes guy, but that should have been a penalty, mm-hmm. you, know? you know? Anyway, and it's good to see that we've changed the offside rule for the NHL <laughs> as well, moving forward. <laughs>
2: Every time the abs were taking the puck in, I, I watched it at the brew house last night. Yeah. Dollarsley. Yeah. Every time the abs tick took the puck into the zone, people were yelling, "That's offside!" <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on Twitter too.
4: I'm still taking heat for for uh, for for sticking to my guns Are on you? that. That yeah. was offside, and I'll, I'll say it again because uh, I mean. Like I said, I'm getting sick of all the tweets and the Facebook Messenger, yeah. all the comments. The thing about that call the other night was, and this is this is what I said, I am not an idiot. Mm-hmm. I understand the explanation. And good, they have an excuse for a bad call that mm-hmm. they made on the ice, right? And maybe that is a rule. Um, but the the problem I had with that call was if you do that... If you can replicate that exactly 100 times and take 100 different yeah. linesmen, they're all going to call that 100 times like in the out flow of, 100 of the play I'm going to say
2: that's offside.
4: They're all going to call that offside. And then what what end what what happens with that play?
2: Nobody's going to review it.
4: 2-2 goes into the end of the first Zach Cassian isn't in the penalty box at the beginning of the second. They don't score a quick one at the beginning of the second on the power play. Mm -hmm. It's not 4-2. It's 2-2 at the beginning of the second period. It changes the entire dynamic of the game. I take back the sour grapes thing. (laughs) They're still sour. (laughs) (laughs) So tomorrow night. Edmonton Oilers. Come on. I feel like it's a comeback game for them big time. I think so.
3: You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM.
4: We are joined by Dean Blundell. If you've uh, spent any time in Ontario, you may recognize that name. Dean, you woke up this morning and you got a new leader, right?
6: (laughs) No, same guy. Same guy. Uh, you, You can say it's a new leader, but it's the same leader. Uh, just now only with 17% of uh, the popular support of this province, which is hard to do, but congratulations to Doug Ford.
0: Yeah,
2: Majority, too, right? Big majority.
6: (laughs) Yeah, huge majority. Listen, um, you know, uh, for all the times that I made fun of Alberta, for all the times I made fun of Jason Kenney, (laughs) This place is a goddamn hot mess. You know what? Um,
4: you can actually thank Alberta, kind of, for uh, Doug Ford winning again
2: because of that slogan. Get her done. Get her done. Get her done. I like the yeah. song he had. Only Doug can get it done.
6: <laughs> Only Doug can get it done. It's, it's true. It's true. Only Doug can get it done. This was like, this was the funniest, weirdest. Most corrupt election yeah. in Canadian history it was uh hard to watch right it, uh, i mean you know the the tentacles of of the support that that man has in mainstream media in this province is like out of control i mean yeah. we didn 't see one negative story about him from any major news outlet, not one i mean it, it was it was unbelievable the guy has absolutely destroyed this province the guy has uh, is the most mobbed-up dude you will ever meet in your life. And everyone knows it. And these stories are, like, super, super public. And, and we're like, yeah, you know, no one wants to rock the boat at the moment. No one's And on top of it, I mean, you know, you know, it's just we don't live in a society where, you know, information used to kind of freely be out there and people were accountable to it. Um, and so we get another four years of Doug Ford, which, it, you know, if you're us, it's awesome. <laughs> but, you know, if if you're a teacher or someone with autism Or if you've got a disability Or if you're a marginalized person Or if you need uh, medical think, help yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you need medical help you need to get some blood work done, whatever. Uh, pretty terrible day for you in the province of Ontario. But um, having said all that, I mean, we did this to ourselves, right? That's what these elections are all about, boys.
4: Well, I think we're dealing with a couple of situations right now. One, just based on the state of politics as a whole, not just not just in Ontario, but right across the country and in most Democratic Situations around the world. You've got you've got kind of the worst people getting into it, because who in their right mind would get into politics? So your choices are are, are pretty slim to none, right? I mean, I think part of the reason why uh, D- Doug's got another four years in Ontario is because of who was running against him. Plus, I think we're also at a all-time low for confidence in politics so people have kind of thrown up their hands and they're like i mean why would i even vote is it less than 40 percent of the province actually voted right
6: 33 percent of the province voted up
4: 33 33 percent
6: lowest voter turnout in canadian history not ontario's history in Canada's history, out of every province. So, what goes into that? Great question. A couple of things. One, voter suppression. Right. Um, they had 75 percent fewer polling stations, uh, places to vote in certain ridings. I'll leave it at that. Um, liberal ridings, you know, are, or, or were ridings that weren't necessarily conservative. Some of those flipped yesterday. That's how he kept his majority. Uh, you know, the majority of the votes went to other parties, not not the conservatives. Uh, but but really, we we live in a province. Uh, where Toronto is, you know, and I, I understand why the West hates, uh, the East because, mm-hmm. you know, we set the tone for everything. There's a reason you only see Leaf games out West, you know, for six months of the hockey year, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, there's a reason that, that Ontario sets the pace for everybody. It's the economic engine of, of, of the country. So, you know, that this is where the money is. This is where the influence is. And Doug Ford has effectively turned Ontario into a business for himself and yeah. his friends all that other stuff. And so, you know, those interests don't go lightly. And and when we're talking about politics being a, a culture war as opposed to politics being, you know, about, you know, the best person winning and the best person putting forward ideas, uh, let me just kind of g- give you guys a little little Coles notes. Doug Ford didn't tweet once yesterday, and the only thing he tweeted was an, ele- an election day tweet that had an American icon in it because the idiot doesn't even know what country he's in. Um, yeah. That guy won. That guy won yesterday with 17 percent of the vote. So to that point, I mean, you know, huge majority. Even voter suppression. There's, you know, <laughs> suppressing narratives, all that other stuff. But let's 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 talk about the other two parties that tried to usurp Doug Ford. The NDP are led by this woman named Andrea Horvath, who literally can barely dress herself. And then you got this other dude named <laughs> Steven Del Duca, who's the head of the Liberal Party. And I'm not kidding you. He came in third in his own riding yesterday. So he to, wouldn't have had a chance to win jack crap because the dude is that useless. Like, like, and yeah. I, I think what it says is this: is that we are so sick and tired of politics as a country, like. It says that nobody trusts any of those people, yeah. nobody wants any of those people, nobody needs any of those people in their lives. And, and the complacency that that is has bred into the voting public just in this province, uh, combined with the voter suppression, combined with the fact that we literally, to your point, only have people who have failed in the real world running for political office. Yep probably a recipe for disaster there, Locke. And it's not just in Ontario, but you know this is happening in in your beautiful province as well. I mean, the people of Alberta have been absolutely hoodwinked for the past several years. And it's And it's by politicians that want you to be part of their culture. They're not in it for you. They want you to be part of what they are doing. So, um, you know, until we start, you know, coming around to first principles and voting for values instead of parties, uh, we're hooped as a country, boys. But my God, so much content. I can't get over it. I mean, you know, we're going to have the next four years to be able to bleed out some of the more corrupt shit that Doug Ford's been up to and. Yeah. I mean, he is and helping. So, you know, we, we pivot. But here's this is the truth. And I do want to say this because I don't believe these are setbacks. This is the business of life. Right. You know, being able to look at how we can affect change is the business of life. This is what we're here for. You know, we can all lead with acts for the greater good and first principles. We control those intentions. This is just the business of life. So I'm not discouraged this morning uh, in as much as I'm like, my God, there's some stories to tell when it comes to the election in Ontario in 2022.
4: I'm just going to continue to drink in my basement and void (laughs) people. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for that. Happy Friday.
6: (laughs) Yeah, but uh, right. see, you at three week. We got Max Fawcett from Alberta coming on the show, the national. Oh, he, I
4: like Max. I like Max. Max okay. Dean's talking about the podcast that I do with him every day. Yeah, so. you do it in the afternoons. Yeah. By the way, if you get a chance, go find the one that we did yesterday. Um, if you if you want to be more angry about politics, go find that one. This good guy yeah, named David Wallace.
6: Yeah, from Alberta, dude. We're all over Alberta, like uh, white on rice. By yeah. the way, I love Alberta, but yeah, we're. Uh, we're uh, <laughs> I might move to Alberta. Like, I'm starting to understand why people are leaving Ontario. Yeah. We have few people in Ontario for the first time in, like, a 100 years. So Lots of room. Lots of room. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. All right. Spoilers, by the way.
4: Yeah, I know. They're, they'll bounce back. We got a couple got of games this. on the weekend. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. It's all good. All right. And so that was offside. And it was offside. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong. And idiots, but I love you both. All right. Take care, Dean. See ya. All All right. right. Dean Blundell, Dean Blundell Podcast Network and DeanBlundell.com.
3: We're in the locker room on 95.7
4: Cruise FM. Is Pete on the Kardashians now? Not
2: yet. Although I didn't watch last night's episode. (laughs) So in the last week's episode, right at <laughs> the end of the totally e- watching, right this, at this, the end you. of the episode, Kim said something about, "All right, I'll I'll spill the beans on Pete," and then the episode ended. So that's what the news is about,
4: because I guess at the end of that episode, she was talking about um, uh, how she met him or something, and
2: yeah. yeah, she was basically, you know, everyone talks about Pete Davidson and his. Yeah. You know he has a lot of stories to tell yeah. about the ladies, and yeah. and everyone speculates it's a rather large, um, yeah, feature. Yeah, and she kind of confirmed that. <laughs> she said she Shit. was curious because she had heard so much about it. Well, and then, and you know what else I heard, and this is, this is so
4: pathetic. So she does Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Right. Okay. And at the end of Saturday Night Live every week, they have a cast party, Mm -hmm. and I guess one of the skits in the show she was on with Pete, Pete and Kim Kardashian kiss. Yeah. I don't even know what the skit's about. It was an Aladdin thing. I never even saw the the stupid thing. Okay. So. Um, I just remember seeing that she was on, and I'm like, "Watch, she'll start dating Pete Davidson." And that, yeah, that I remember tweet, you saying that. That tweet yeah. I released that Sunday morning yeah. after Saturday Night Live. Okay, so I guess what ended up happening, and again, why am I reading this stuff? What is wrong
2: with me? I'm, <laughs> when do you guys watch this? Usually, I'll come over. <laughs> usually, when we find some time on a Sunday, or <laughs> we should have a watch party. <laughs> Good lord, it's, I hate that I watch it. I made fun of people for watching it for years and now you are totally sucked in. It is it's, it's such bad Grant, drama. What, what channel is it on, Brett? <laughs> if if you So
4: anyway, here's what she did. She goes to the she said she had the kiss with him during the the live show. Yeah. They actually go through with it and she kind of got a little tingle or whatever or a vibe that, you know what, this guy was kind of cool, right? He doesn't show up. He 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 pulls this move. Okay, he's playing hard to get. He he doesn't go to the after part. Oh. And she's like, what's going on? He didn't show up. I'm Kim Kardashian. After that kiss. And then she's like, now I'm even more curious.
2: Yeah, he built the curiosity. The guy
5: is a player. Yeah, he he's knows a, what he's doing. He's a
4: total player.
5: Yeah. If you guys ever make fun of the TV, that I, the shows that I watch, with the fact that you two okay, morons, watching you two morons, morons are watching. If, if you're not watching, you sure know a lot about it. You know everything about the Kardashians. I,
4: I am not watching this show. Grant is.
5: Locke with just watches fiance. all of the Bachelors. Just, just hold on. <laughs> on. Let me look at Disney Plus and see what it, what your views are on on there because okay. it's on no, Disney.
3: I, no, I'm not watching it. I swear.
5: It's pretty I, good. Some I days? believe you.
3: <laughs> Another moment with Dr. Locke.
4: Whenever we have anything that supports our our drinking... Uh, We always make sure we get that out there immediately. Just just out of hope that your wife is listening. (laughs) (laughs) Your liver renews itself completely every three years. All right? The liver removes toxins from your body and also has the power to completely regenerate itself. Does
5: Does that mean you have to stop drinking for a bit every three years?
4: I didn't really sit down and figure out the math, Jimmy. I'm just saying that the thing rebuilds itself. Yeah. Okay. It regenerates. Mine probably
5: regenerates twice a day.
4: Exactly. Well, that would ex- actually, this thing explains you because I've never met anybody that bounces back from a weekend of debauchery like you do. It's it's actually quite remarkable. Mm -hmm. You have a certain set of skills. Yes, he usually drinks enough liquor to kill a barn animal on Saturday Sunday and (laughs) uh, Friday Friday, Saturday Saturday, Sunday,
2: and then by Wednesday, he's got a functioning brain again (laughs) There is also that one about older drinkers recover faster from surgery over non-drinkers. I was gonna save that for Monday, Grant. But <laughs> <laughs>
3: we gotta spread, spread this good news out. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson and James White, 957 Cruise FM
4: calling massive, massive damage Good morning, fellas. From Monster Pro Wrestling! (laughs) Saturday, Saturday,
5: Saturday! Uh, At
4: the Monster Dome. (laughs) By the way, I love your balls going up against the hockey game, eh? Yeah!
0: If you don't have balls, then you're a hockey player, right?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's funny. Good for you guys. You guys are at the Alberta Avenue Community Center. You're usually... For most of the year, you're every Saturday, the first Saturday of the month,
0: right? Yeah, we've been that, doing that for years, but then we did a Friday show, which was probably our most successful one we've done this year. So, okay, we've got questions. We got to figure. Eh, maybe Friday's a better night too. But all right, we'll cross that bridge when we come there. However, we are going to try to stream highlights and part of the game. Okay. Uh, during during the show because I obviously the Oilers are a big deal here, man. Yeah. they haven't been in the playoffs in a while, and we you know we we support Edmonton, so we're we're definitely going to be highlighting it, like letting people know. And we're going to try to you know how streaming goes. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but we will do our best to yeah, Get keep everybody get, get, in tune get, with what's going on. There they're having a tough time. That Avalanche are a good team, boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, was it offside? Honestly, it wasn't. No. He, didn't, he touched the puck. The puck went over. He wasn't touching the puck while he was going over, in my my opinion,
4: no. All right, we're going to have to fight. <laughs> hey, hey, get, in get in the, the ring Saturday. Saturday.
5: <laughs> hey, Massive. Massive. <laughs> hey, J- uh, massive. Just so, What's going on? Just so you know, I'm walking out of the, the ring tomorrow with a belt. I don't care how I have to do it. I'm getting a title tomorrow, and there's nothing you can do to stop me.
0: You might even walk out with two if you play your cards right there, kid, but... Well, see your your, your carnival is impressive. your carnal, you, you got those guys. You got those guys. Well oiled mine, machine
2: This uh, crazy carnival of chaos. They and, are
0: crazy. They don't, really, uh, don't really have <laughs> much for the rules? It's fun to watch little kids like that are eight years old that are actually bigger than Jimmy. <laughs> Give them
5: a hard time. You yelling really, at me the, the whole time, swear at yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> it, you it's, know, what? it's he always was... a good day when when an eight year old swears at you. you.
4: You know what? I uh, I was talking to Jimmy about it, and he was he was a little put off. After the first one, because he's doing his heel roll, right. And uh, and he said, the kids were yelling at me. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's that's part of it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's like, the whole thing. It means you're doing a decent job if you're pissing off the kids.
0: That's right. <laughs> ah, like funny. the great Rowdy Roddy Piper said, win if you can, lose if you must, but I always cheat.
5: <laughs> uh, All
4: right, so what time do you guys start tomorrow night?
0: Massive. We're starting uh, probably at seven. We're going to try to throw the first period and, and stream it on for everybody that comes yeah. uh, uh, early enough. And then uh, we're hoping to have intermission uh, kind of in tune with the third period so we can watch the rest of the, the at least the end of the game and, and wish them wish them all luck and everything. And especially the, the guy that needs the most luck is, is Giant Jimmy, who's going after, I think, his third title now. But I'm going to get it. He's, you keep saying that, Jimmy, but I don't know.
2: Is he wearing his blue I helmet? He was I was going to ask, Saturday. does the helmet get in the way?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. I like the fact that he spells his name backwards on it, that's part of it. Don't help. All
4: right, Massive Damage. Monster Pro Wrestling tomorrow night. Make sure you send Janice an email transfer for your tickets.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thanks, guys. Take care. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross. Grant johnson and james white 95
4: 7 cruise fm stacy arden roof systems to chat about the charity golf tournament july 8th
1: good morning how you doing stacy not too bad how you doing
4: every time we chat i forget to bring up that you guys are giving away a trip to pebble beach with the golf tournament
1: yeah that's uh the golf pro the long drive champ canadian uh, Mark, uh mike clarity is coming out give him 50 bucks and uh watch him launch a ball and then you get to take the second shot And if you hold it in you win a trip for two to pebble beach all expenses paid
4: unbelievable okay so that's part of this whole thing and um yeah. you're are you are we doing the sponsor thing or are you done on the sponsor deck
1: we have probably about five or six more sponsorships available okay but we only have room for about 12 more golfers that's it we're oh, like wow. awesome. going to be selling out i'm pretty sure by the end of next week we're going to be sold out
4: okay well then um we called at the right time so get uh, information yep. by going to the web page ardentroofsystems.com it's, exactly. it's july 8th yeah a friday yeah and you, yep. you can sign up at the web page right
1: Yes, sir. That's Perfect. the best way to do it. If you want sponsorship, then, uh, drop me an email or, uh, reach out to Corey. Um, we'll get you taken care of. Sponsorship deck does not pay online because we have a lot of flexible options. Uh, we're giving people options for certain sponsorships to pick up a four of golf. If there's still going to be any golf available or people just want to donate prizes, uh, to get their name into the tournament, they'll do a little bit of exposure for their company. Perfect. Um, But it's a great cause because we got lots of people coming out. Uh, We got District Distillery with a booze hole. We've got JT's Bar and Grill coming out with some food for us. Uh, We got Jimmy in the dunk tank this year, which is going to be right on. And I'll make sure the water is clean, Jimmy. And if it's (laughs) dirty by the time I get there, that's your own. That's
6: on him.
4: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Actually, don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it because it might give him superpowers, right? (laughs) Yeah.
2: You should see his tail. It's getting big. <laughs> uh,
1: uh,
4: charity golf tournament for Arden Roof Systems. If you want to, you can just fire Jimmy a quick text, 780 Ask him any questions, and we'll help you out on our end as well. July 8th, don't miss it. Proceeds to the Stollery Child Lights program. We'll, we'll see you on the 8th, Stacy. Thank, thank you for your time, my friend.
3: Thanks for checking
1: in, guys. Have a great weekend.
3: You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast, your official MMA show. A midget, millennial, and an asshole.
1: Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating.
3: Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.